guys, and finally welcome back to the Rambling Spurs podcast. Today, uh, talk about loads of stuff because a lot of things happened during this time where I was not recording a podcast. Um, as I said last time, um, this is because I'm doing national service at the moment for three weeks, so I have two weeks to go. Um, I'm now home for two we- uh, for two days, um, and that's why I'm going to record now this podcast uh, before the North London derby. Um, I don't think I will be able to directly record a new podcast uh, after the Derby game. Um, That's why it's probably going to be first day. Um, Or maybe I'm going to take a microphone again with me. Um, Last time I wasn't able to record anything. Maybe maybe it will be all right this time. But um, yeah, let's see. yeah, uh, last time I, w- I wanted to record something was during the FA Cup game, um, but there was not really enough stories, to be honest, um, and I thought, because I'm alone doing this podcast, I need stuff to talk about. Um, if I had someone else, you know, you can sort of um, talk with them and, you know, the the the, the, the topic that, that involves and the, and the talk that's happening then is, is way easier than just to talk alone for 40 minutes. So that's why I always need a bit of top topics to make this podcast happen. Um, yeah, and uh, last uh, last thing I've heard about Spurs uh, were loads of rumors about transfers. There was something about QSI an uh, in interest in investing in Spurs. Um, there was the FA Cup game, and as I said, tomorrow, of course, the big one, the North London derby. Um, Sorry, uh, lots of things happened during the uh, Premier League week as well with Chelsea got, uh, getting beat by Fulham. Uh, Schwa Felix that they appointed uh, with a red card and, and many other stuff. City lost to Southampton, um, which is actually quite a shame for us because we are out of the Carabao Cup and now I've, I think that it's quite easy now. Oh, not easy, but you know, it's, it's, got, it's gotten way easier now to win a cup, uh, to win the Carabao Cup. But... Uh, yeah, we're out of it one, so uh, we, the only chance we have is the FA Cup, which is going to be an important one. Um, we, as I said, we got we had the FA Cup uh, game, which we won one nil against Portsmouth, and the game was very, 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 you know, boring. <laughs> um, it was boring. It was as well um, not really a good game from us uh, from us. Of the the only thing that that saved us again was again Kane um, with a brilliant strike, um, but other than that, that was just a really you know average performance. Uh, of course, we had injured players, so the young ones stepped in, which I was I thought that was really cool to see. Actually, Ibizuma got injured. Not that Ibizuma got injured, but uh, Izuma got uh, Bizuma got injured in the warm up, I think, and then saw. Uh, jumped in for him and then we had like a really young midfield with Matsa and Skip um, and they played alright like Sa is actually he made I think he made a mistake in the beginning but he was then after that not scared not, it's not you know that didn't scare him to go for the balls and and he made the runs and he it's not like he is a youngster but it, he plays like he's sort of you know been there for a long time and he has his self-belief is really high and he plays like that as well um skippy has a bit of a problem still i think he he's he was injured for a long time and he has to find his routine back a bit um but he played all right um 
and uh, yeah, but other than that, it was really average. Um, but uh, yeah, we didn't play up the best eleven, of course. But we had the control on the uh, on the game. But I think we could have still maybe scored some more goals. To be honest, um, we didn't. But it was uh, it was in the end it was enough. We won one nil. But I heard that the uh, atmosphere in the stadium was flat as well. So at the moment, it's. I know it's gonna be. I hope at least that it's gonna be different um, tomorrow when when uh, tomorrow when uh, on on Sunday. I know when I don't know when I'm gonna upload this podcast, but um, on Sunday um, the atmosphere should be really really high and on top of a game. We we need to be on top of our game as well because we need to push our team as well. And if we don't, then I'm sorry, but can't really expect more than more than from our players as well we have to be there we have to make noise we have to push our players in uh, uh, you know to to score to to fight we have a, a we have actually a quite an important part in that as well and if the stadium is rocking then the players should be rocking as well so i think of course it's going to be a bit easier to, uh, tomorrow when um when there is the north london derby we know the atmosphere is always mostly always great when when we are there playing um and it will give us an advantage because it's a home game and home derby um and last time the atmosphere was brilliant um so we need to be on top of our game tomorrow scream and shout and push this team to win against the scum um we need that win and we we definitely definitely need that win it will push us so much um and i think it will be the decider if we want if we get top 4 of course we can still achieve top four. I'm not saying that, but it will just give us such so much confidence uh, to get top four. So I really hope everyone is in is in top form. Uh, of course, I can't be there to, to on Sunday, um, as I'm living in Switzerland and have to, having to do national service. Um, I know that I know that I got, I'm going to the Champions League um, home game. I wanted to go to Milan as well, but. Uh, unfortunately, um, I'm in holidays at this at this times, but um, I will watch it of course in three at the, in three a.m. in the morning on Valentine's Day. Nice present for the girlfriend, but um, yeah, I will watch it in the pool under the under the sky stars. Uh, I've watched that. I watched that game, and I hopefully can enjoy it. And I hope it's worth staying up the whole night. Um, you know, but yeah. Um, where was I stuck? Um, yeah, the FA Cup, it was, it was, it was weird. Um, it, not weird. It was, it was average, as I said. Um, but really, we really need to win tomorrow to go get on top form. He'll break, uh, right again. Um, I, f- I think that he has enough confidence to play, but I hope Kulazewski is fit again. Um, I feel like that. I've read something that he was training with the boys again, and so was um, who was training again? I think Bizuma. I think they wrote Bizuma and 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 and, and Kulazewski, and I think then they wrote that uh, Bentacor is unfortunately still out. So we have to be a bit patient for Bentacor, um, but. Even if Kulisevsky is back, that would help. That would help us a lot. So let's hope that Kulisevsky is back um, and plays a good game for us. Uh, we need everyone needs to be on top of of their game. Kane as well. Uh, I've got him triple captain as well. So I hope he performs. Um, uh, Kane, Son. I hope Son finds his his uh, his run again. Uh, of course, he didn't 
at uh, at the FA Cup game. But FA Cup, it's a bit different, you know. The the teams are from lower league, and I hope they don't underestimate the other teams. But you know, I mean, you saw it in the fourth round. They got there was loads of teams that got out of the um the the FA Cup game. Uh, you know, F, we, we got, uh, Nottingham was out. Um, just loads of loads of um un uh. You know, loads of lower league uh, league uh, teams won against the higher ones, so that's why it's the beautiful FA Cup. I feel I think that that is why I love it so much because there's like teams that got the chance to play in the big stadiums and in the bigger leagues against the bigger clubs and and take their chances to show themselves as well. And um, I think it's really cool. It's it, the the FA Cup. I really love it, and I hope we can win it finally. It's about time. And yeah, but yeah, I think there's not not much to add to honest on the FA Cup because there is, yeah, it was just an average performance and we got the dub in the end and we are now going up in the north for the next round and I hope we can win it. Um, and yeah, and I'm not, I'm actually, I'm not, I'm trying not to really like breathe into the microphone, but my my nose is a bit blocked and it's really hard to talk straight for 40 minutes without taking a breather so if there is a bit of a breathing noise i'm so sorry but yeah and i was also i sometimes i heard i hear like there is a a bit of a wrist tone and i don't know why that is i think this time i can't really hear it um but it's my microphone is now directly plugged to the usb um last time it was sort of plugged in in a um uh, like a, well, I don't know what's that called. It's the, a, a road, roadcaster. It's called, um, and th- there is sometimes there's a bit weird noise in the background. Don't know if you, you can't really hear it sometimes when you're not listening with with headphones. But then when you do, then you can sometimes hear. It. It's not a really. I I think it is annoying, but you know it's not that bad. But yeah, I have to fix that, and I hope I will. But yeah, I think. Today it shouldn't be a big of a problem. Um, so yeah. All right, there was loads of news in the transfer market. Um, of course, the big one: Sporting Lisbon and Pedro Porro. Um, Lisbon want forty-five million euros for the right wing back. Um, now of course we know Tottenham. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be difficult that they are gonna pay the full price. Um, but we see Arsenal, you know, doing transfers at the seventy million market, um, and I think why we should definitely spend the, this amount as well because it's gonna be a, an important part um, with this right wing back. Pedro Porro, I heard that loads of uh, the um, attacking uh, attackings attacking side of Lisbon at the moment is going through Pedro Porro. So hopefully he will join our club and hopefully Levy is going to open his pocket and spend this 45 million. Lisbon makes it clear that he only will leave if Tottenham will pay the full 45 million. Now I hope they will because it's going to be an important signing. Um... I hope they will do it because um, it's gonna 
strengthen our, our you know weakness because at the moment we have a big weakness in the right wing back area. Uh, also, I think we have a, a centre back uh, problem. Sometimes you know we could deal with a new one. Um, they are, but I think I read something that they are going for the one who plays for Leverkusen at the moment, but he is unfortunately not really a plan for January, so he's going to be an, a, an option for the summer, that's what I heard. Um, then we have some other news about a winger or an atti- attacking player. So there was last month's Spurs inquiry about their former academy player Marcus Edwards, now at Sporting Lisbon as well. However... Initial contact has not been followed up upon the 24-year-old winger. is expected to decide his future in the summer. So, uh, when I, what I read out of that is that he has to has his chance or his future plans make. Uh, he's going to make that in the summer. Uh, and also, I think he is not really a plan for Spurs at the moment. And that is probably because Tottenham are interested in Brighton's Leonardo Leandro Trossard with the club in the market for a new attacker during the January transfer window ahead of Lucas Moura's expected departure. Um, And I think we saw some decent stuff of him. He scored against us as well. Um, So I, I guess Trossard would be a good signing for us as well. Um, so yeah, it could be a shout. I also um, read that he wasn't in the training, I think. And that this could be because there's interest from Tottenham and maybe they ha- are in advanced talks already. Um, so yeah, maybe this is a good signing, f- good sign for us. Also a good signing, of course. Um, and maybe he will join Tottenham in January with hopefully Pedro Porro. Um, then of course, they are also looking at uh, goalkeeper options. Um, as I said, I still think that Lloris is good enough for at least this season and maybe next season as well. Um, but of they are looking around a new goalkeeper that can replace him. And they were looking at Jordan Pickford and the current Brentford goalkeeper, David Rea. And also David Rea is an interesting one because his market value at the moment is 22 2 million. Um, he's 27 years old and what I seen from him when he plays for Brentford was actually quite good. He's good and on the uh, good with his feet. Um, he made incredible saves, not just against us but in other games as well. So he could be actually a quite good prospect for us. Also, he's 27 so he's young so he could actually quite, uh, play quite a lot of years for us. And I would say he is definitely good enough for us to play as a first goal, uh, first team goalkeeper. So um, yeah, this is like currently the um, um, most of the t- uh, transfers we are trying to make. Um, Jordan Pickford, of course, another one. But uh, I'd, I'd still, uh, I think I'd rather have David Raya to be honest. I think that he would be a better signing than Jordan Pickford. Of course, he is the number one goalkeeper for England, but I don't know. David Rea, I saw good stuff from him. Of course, we've seen good stuff from Pickford as well, but sometimes um, when I saw games from Brentford, I was really impressed by David Rea, so he could be a really good option for us. Um, so I hope 
we are going for David Rea. We could actually go for David Rea in the January transfer market as well. I don't mind that. Um, but I still think that uh, Lloris should definitely, of course, I think David Rea, that, that Lloris is going to end this season will not be, um, and not, so that Lloris is not going to play, how are you? I'm not going to change my words. Um, I definitely think that Lloris is going to end this season as a number one goalkeeper, so that's what I want to say. Um, uh, and then maybe next season David Rea jumps in. I don't know. I don't think it will, but maybe next year will be David Rea as the second option, playing, you know, cup games and stuff. And then maybe in... What would, what would, that, what would that be in 2024? I think maybe then in the season 2024, 2025, man. My God, I will be 25 in that year. Jesus. Um in 2025, maybe then he will be our number one goalkeeper. And I think that will be all right. He was, he's then 29 years old, maybe 30, I think. No, I don't know. But he would still have enough years f- to be our number one goalkeeper. And in this time, he can improve a lot uh, and learn from Lloris as well. Learn about our club and our standards. And yeah, uh, what what which would mean we need a new captain as well. Um, and I... I think I will give that to if Kane stays to Kane, because um, he is the England manager, uh, <laughs> manager, the England captain at the moment, and he was there for a long club, and he is such an important part of our football team. So I would probably give it to Kane, but if Kane's not there anymore, which would be a really sad day for us, um, I I guess I would give it to. Probably Bentacor or Hoybjerg. Oh, might as well Romero, but no, Romero. I don't think Romero is the right captain. I would say Hoybjerg, yeah. I think I'd give it to Hoybjerg or Bentacor because these are our two tanks. And <laughs> I guess they would be good captains for us. So, yeah. Um, also, I heard that another rumor, but that was not, you know, that was a, a rumor that, um, that was here for a long time as well, is um, James Madison from Leicester. But I think that um, he will be an option for the summer as well. Um, it's going to be a pricey one. Um, but he would definitely make our squad better. And I hope they will go for him. Um, because, um, yeah, they had long, long... I think Tottenham was looking for him for a long time now. And we all know what James Madison can do. Um, he was called up for England as well. Um, of course, he didn't get any minutes, but... We all know James Madison is a good midfielder and he has the creativity we are lacking. So, yeah, maybe James Madison is the one to go in the summer and I would definitely take him in, in our squad and in our team. So, James, you are very welcome to Tottenham. Um, Yeah, what else is in transfers at the moment? Not really much, I think, or anyone, anything else than that. Um, So... I think I'm going to go to a new topic, which is the QSI Qatar. All right. We all, most of us probably heard the big news about um, QSI Qatar Sports is trying to invest in a new Premier League club. Um, They are already investing in Paris Saint-Germain and are now looking for a Premier League club. Um, And as I understand, Tottenham chairman Daniel Levy 
met with the Qatar investment head Nasser Al Khalifi, Khalifi, probably like that, and they met in London and had to talk about you know subject uh, of investing in the club, um, which is actually quite an um, an interesting topic to be honest. Um, we know that we could use some money um and as it's now at the moment i think they are talking about uh, one third of the club that they would invest in um and it's they are talking about i think a billion um which would really help us of course um they are not looking though um for example in a stadium name which we are also searching for um i think they were looking about uh google that could invest um in the stadium name but qatar and the, uh, the, the qsi uh qsi qatar sports investment um are now looking to invest um to have a stake in the tottenham hotspur club um the, the way i feel is is a bit you know i don't want our club to be an oil club but at the same time, I could use some money, you know. Uh, we could have some good transfers then in the end. I hope. Well, if Levy's done spending this, I hope he will. Freaking one billion, and if if he doesn't, if it's not, if he doesn't, he's not spending. And I don't know what I was there, but then he's he's gone. Hey, well, he can leave now. Um. So, as it's understand. Tottenham chairman, Tottenham chairman Daniel Levy cut the spot in the head. Nasser Al Khalifi met in a London hotel last week. In the subject of investing in the club was discussed among other topics. Although the club categorically denied that was the case, but of course Tottenham is going to deny that because um, nothing is fixed yet, and I don't think they will go out and speak about you know yeah we had a meeting and stuff. Um, so I don't think because Tottenham is is not really telling the public as Liverpool for example that they are searching for an investment they, so they that's no there is no reason for Tottenham at the moment to confirm it you know but there was um proof that Daniel Levy was meeting the QSI chairman so they definitely hold to, they did hold talks so that's that is a fact but of course nothing is yet to be uh fixed um, as I understand that they that is like that that QSI will be having a stake in the Tottenham. Um, Spurs chairman Daniel Levy and QSI chairman and, and PSG owner Al Khalifi have been friends for years, having dealt with each other in the transfer market on a number of occasions, as well as through the European Club Association. The pair are understood to meet up wherever their paths place them in the same city at the same time. One of the main items on the agenda for the meeting between the two club heads was the new joint venture between UEFA and the ECA, which covers media rights sales processes for UEFA club competitions after 2024 and is set to boost revenue streams for the teams in the Champions League, Europa League, where Arsenal is playing, and Conference League. No discussions were held during the meeting last week with regards to the naming rights for the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, with QSI not focused on such areas as an investment entity as they have nothing to advertise. Tottenham continue to state categorically that there is no truth in suggestions that any discussions have been held with QSI regarding equity of the club. So, what we have 
to understand as well. I heard that in the um, the last word on Spurs podcast. Is that was actually a, a brilliant podcast. So if you're interested in, in you know her hearing the details, um, there was an episode about QSI. Um, so if you're interested in like fully fully detailed uh, a fully fully detailed podcast about that, you go and listen to that because it was really really interesting. Um, and it is understood that um, QSI is, you know, they are, are trying to make their league more interesting. You know, they, they're trying to get people to watch their league um, because they want to have, you, you know, they want to build a, a, a good system for Qatar. They want a big league. They want new uh you know, you new job uh, possibilities for people. Um, so they they just want to make Qatar a better place. That's at least what I heard in the podcast. Um, if that is true, fine. Good for you. Um, but, you know, I think many people will be then scared if we are going to be like an oil club. Because at the moment, there is so much things happening in... Um, the east side uh, of the planet with Ronaldo joining there other teams are interested in in Lionel Messi playing there as well um Al Nasser is is planning to to buy players like Ramos and and, and Royce so they are trying to build like this monster league with every with the best players from Europe so i think they will you know give the players all the money they want because they have enough money um, and trying to do make this super league which then people are trying you know to watch to get more people there to get um, new job possibilities for the for the people that live there and yeah I think that they have a really big project going on at the moment um, I mean it's ridiculous how much money Ronaldo get uh, he got he gets 200 million a year which is like six pounds a second <laughs> it's ridiculous how much they make um and i think the biggest rival of al, al Nassar is now trying to get Lionel messi and they would now pay him about 275 million a year it's just just so crazy um i definitely have a million if if they are i mean they have enough so invest in my podcast it's it will be a banger um so if you if you want on Nasser, if you're listening you probably are listening um or the qsi is probably listening in in this podcast because they are interested in tottenham so why wouldn't they be interested in my podcast um yeah just feel free you know um i give you a link or i give you you know my paypal just uh, you know give me a million um and i'll buy me a new microphone and a computer all right fail fair fair enough thank you mate um yeah but jokes aside um yeah i'm not sure if i want that or not and on the other hand you know newcastle has oil money manchester city has oil money and you know unfortunately i feel like that the way to win trophies or the way to win in the way to get the best players every year is when you have investors and if you got investors like that that give you these kinds of money then of course it helps 
and I've, I don't I don't hope that everyone is getting an oil oil money investor because then um, you have to go with 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 it because then if you are not going then you will be like a button club just because you don't have the resources to 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 go in you know if there is like uh, a player two teams one and one has oil money they can spend as as much as they want probably and we can't you know we we have a limited budget um so so it it will be i think unfortunately uh, i don't think um that that Newcastle and stuff will be the only oil clubs. I've, I, I guess we will see loads of teams um, getting investors from oil clubs. Um, and yeah, but I'm, it's really hard for me to talk today. I really don't have air in my lungs at the moment. I'm really like breathing so heavily. Um, <coughs> <coughs> see, I'm dying here. But over the podcast, I will die making this podcast. I will, I will make this podcast today. That's what I said. Um, yeah. So as I said, these are like the biggest topics at the moment in our club transfers. Also, stuff that um, I think they I heard that Real Madrid and Manchester United um, are having interest in Kane. Then I've read that they are not having interest in Kane at the moment. Um, but Bayern are interested. Then, then it was latest uh, saying that you know Bayern had interest, which is true, but never must make and uh, Bayern didn't make contact to to Kane. So at the moment, the Kane subject is really like a bit you know um, <laughs> it's not really fixed, and it's I think really many 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 uh, rumors are going around Kane. But I hope he stays. I think he is happy at our club. From what I heard, um, and I think that Antonio Conte was saying something about uh, not he, but there was people saying that he said um, that he wants to stay at Tottenham until he wins a trophy, and um, but only if he feels like the the club is going the right direction, of course. So he could be here for a long time now if that is the truth. Um, but of course, if Conte stays, I think that 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 Harry Kane stays. So, um, yeah, I think it's crucial that that Conte will stay our manager um, to keep Harry Kane, um, and then it's crucial that we are buying the players Conte wants, and then I think we are on track to be top four. Um, as I said, I think Poro it will be our most important signing this January transfer window, and with maybe Trossard. Um, and then hopefully our players will be back, uh, will be back uh, to play uh, finally again, like Richarlison for example and Bentacore. And if you have all those players back, then yeah, we have a decent, decent football team. Um, and hopefully we can continue this momentum that we sort of have at the moment. Um, if if we beat Arsenal, then we definitely have a momentum, and we are going into the City game and. You know what we can do at City. Uh, we showed that last season as well. We scored. Uh, we beat them twice. So hopefully, hopefully we can beat them again. It will be amazing. Um, and yeah, I think that was sort of it for the thing, uh, for the news. And now let's go into the last topic of the North London derby.
North London Derby. It's finally time. Um, we are playing the scum at home. Um, it will be such a crucial game. A must win. We need to be, as I said in the beginning, we need to be on top of a game. The players, the fans, the coach, everyone needs to be on top of their game. No mistakes are allowed. We have to be clinical in front of the goal. Make our chances count. Defend like we never defended before. Make make saves like we never did before. And just not let we don't we cannot let Arsenal play their football they are playing at the moment. If we do that, um then maybe we can win. Um we have to go we have to go into this game confident. Because otherwise we are not winning this. We have to go in confident. We can do it. North London derbies are always different than the rest of the season. And as we said, this season is actually not that bad. Of course, we had some uh, a phase where it was not that good. And we always conceded first. Which is something we have to um, obviously avoid tomorrow as well. But we have to be on top of a game. We have to be focused and win this game. It will be so crucial. So crucial. Um, North London is white. North London will be staying white. Um, and yeah, I hope everyone in there, I mean, everyone who is in this stadium is lucky. So go for it, because I would go crazy if I was there. Unfortunately, I'm not even probably able to watch this game live, so I have to then watch it like two hours later. Which is so annoying, but yeah, we have to do what we have to do, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, this will be crucial. Um, I will make this podcast then after, probably, unfortunately, on Thursday. Um, I may be able to react on uh, already to this uh, to the uh, city game, but yeah, that would be so late. But unfortunately, at the moment, I can't really choose anything else but that. Um, so. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, hopefully... Um, Sorry, that was my phone. Uh, Hopefully, hopefully, it was all positive until the next podcast. And hopefully we won. Kulosevsky should be back, I think. So I hope we have creativity. We should have the fighting passion. The fans should be up for it. It will be a good game. I can feel it. It's going to be a 2-1 Spurs. Um, and after that, let's have a party. Let's enjoy this night. Come on, you Spurs.